All right, MMA fans, the PFL 2022 light heavyweight champion is here, Rob Wilkinson. Hello, sir. Welcome back on Shore Dog. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thanks. How are you doing? I'm fine as well. I noticed that you still have the stash, and I'm glad to say that money didn't change you. I'm glad to see that, honestly, though. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, just kidding, just kidding, of course. But uh, jokes aside, I'm glad to see you here again. You, I mean, you are currently on a six-boat streak. Man, how do you feel? I'm feeling good. Uh, yeah, last week was was something I've been looking forward to. Ah, sorry, last year was something I've been looking forward to for a very long time. Um, you know, after getting released from the UFC, it was uh, it was hard to get me uh, get fights booked and uh. It, you know, it was almost five years for me to get back into a, a big promotion on the world stage or about four years. So, uh, yeah, I was working hard throughout that time. So it was, it was just awesome to be able to, you know, fight for the PFL, fight on a big promotion and uh, and show what I was capable of and show what I've been working on over the last few years. Six about winning streak. Your latest, your latest loss dates back to 2018 and it came at the hands of former UFC champion Israel Adesanya. That's quite an accomplishment on my list. No, yeah, thank you. No, I feel yeah, I feel much better at this weight class and I, I feel I feel very good going to this year as well. Um your latest performance you defeated uh, Omari Akhmedov and you showed the world why they call you Razor. Um, man, that was, you know, quite, you, you delivered quite some vicious strikes during that fight. That uppercut was money uh, all the time. Were you expecting, right, to, for him to dive uh, and to, to attempt to take you down? Uh, yeah, well, that was part of the game plan. We thought he would try and, uh, try and wrestle me and take me down, as well as I'm um, being the taller opponent that uh, those shorter guys are normally there for that uppercut. Um, that uppercut was uh, there all year last year. I got my first round fight. I dropped uh, in the tournament. I, I dropped uh, uh, Brucey with that uppercut as well. So, um, yeah, that was something we had been working on and definitely looking forward to using in that fight. And, of course, I guess that you will be show, showcasing it again this year. Yes, hopefully that will be landing as well. <laughs> Are you already back in the United States? Yeah, I got back here about five weeks ago now for my uh, for my camp. So I've been back in uh, Denver for five weeks. I recall that uh, you told me last year you spent almost all year away from uh, your family. Is this year the same situation for you? Yeah, pretty much the same. Um, uh, my girlfriend, she can come over for maybe, you know, when she can, but Hope last year she was here for about half of it. Hopefully, hopefully she can do something similar again this year. Um, but yeah, I'll be here most likely until the end of the tournament. Uh, I was thinking if there was a big break like there was last year between the semi-final and the final, maybe I'd be able to fly home for a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, the the training here is awesome and um, and it's just good. Like I've got no distractions. I'm here for a purpose. I'm here to train and and win these fights and uh. You know, I've got no distractions outside of that. All I do is pretty much eat, sleep, and train. So it's good for fighting. What is going on at Factory X? I mean, Josh Friend 
uh, he won in his latest fight and he gave you this shout out saying that nobody is hitting him harder than you in the post fight uh, uh, interviews <laughs> he said that <laughs> uh, man we've got a really good team here at uh, Factory X and we've got a lot of uh, bigger guys which is often hard to get you know we've got Josh Friend we've got Cody Cody uh, Brundage, uh we've got Dustin Jacoby we've got Anthony Smith uh, we've got myself so all of us training together. It's uh it's unreal. Um Zach Cummings is back here as well. So we've got we've got a lot of big guys, a lot of high level guys. And uh I mean when you when you've got that many good guys training together, all similar sizes, as well as Mark as the head coach, you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep improving and getting getting better and you kind of see that with all of our fights. But you and Friend uh, happen to spar very often. We do spar a bit. Uh yeah, we all mix it up. So, yeah, yeah, we're sparring. He hits me hard too, don't worry. It's not just one-sided. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. And uh, what's about um, what's about being the first PFL champion from Australia? What does it mean for you? Uh, that's, yeah, that's amazing. And, uh, you know, I kind of said last year, you know, winning the world world championship, no one can ever take that away from you. And as well as, you know, being the first first Australian to ever win it. And uh, this year we've got a couple more Australians in the PFL. We've got a welterweight, uh, Shane Mitchell, fighting um, from Australia in the PFL tournament, as well as we've had some people on the contender, um, or the challenger, sorry, and as well as, uh, yeah, some female fighters coming up as well. So it's, it's exciting to see more and more Australians uh, fighting in the PFL. And um, I've heard rumours they they might think about coming to Australia next year. So that would be, that'd be cool. How did you celebrate your victory last year? Uh, we actually hired a little, uh, we went to a little pub near MSG. Uh, about, I don't know, it might have even been close to 30 of my friends from Australia had flown over for the flight. So there was quite a few of us and we just went to a small little dingy pub, which is kind of what I like with the pool table and uh, and uh, ended up staying up until early hours of the morning, which I hadn't done for a very long time, but. We stayed in New York for a few a few days, uh, went and watched some sport, went and watched some ice hockey and some basketball. Uh, and then me and my girlfriend went ahead two weeks in Mexico, just pretty much sitting on a beach doing not much apart from eating. The broadcast showed a few people with uh, the, the stash, you know, you know, celebrating your victory. I, I guess they were your fans, right? Your your or your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh... My girlfriend Paris actually bought a bunch of fake mustaches to give out at the venue, as well as obviously uh, all my friends and stuff who had them on. So that was one of actually my favorite moments after the fight, looking out into the crowd and seeing all of them with their fake mustaches all cheering. So a very special moment for me. I can guess that. And uh, of course, it was a very special occasion for you and a well-deserved victory. Right now, you are scheduled to take on uh, a former UFC fighter, and former UFC title challenger in Thiago Santos, you two will collide on April 1st. How are you preparing for this fight? How do you, what do you expect from uh, Santos? I'm very excited about this fight. I remember, I remember when I found out that he signed with the PFL uh, last year before the, before I won the title. And, um, it's a good, uh, I was excited because he's a big name. He's a big name, as you said, former, challenger of the title in the UFC. He's been in the top 10 for years. He's been fighting pretty much the top five 
guys in the world over and over and over again. Um, so it's a really good chance for me to show how good I am and actually start getting, you know, some of that, some of those rankings and some of that respect of being one of the best light heavyweights in the world. Um, and I, I think I'm going, you know, I'm just getting better and going into my prime and, you know, no disrespect to him, but I don't think he's the same fighter he used to be. Um, uh, I think he's still very dangerous and he's still very good. Like he's been fighting, you know, as I said, the top guys in the world. Um, but I want to go make a statement. I want to go finish him and make it, make it, finish him and make it look easier than any of these other guys have been doing. So, you know, if I can go put him away early, uh, make it look easy, you know, that that's the big statement. You know, the last person he fought was uh, Jamal Hill, current UFC champion. Uh, he did pretty well. It was back and forth fight. He won some rounds and ended up getting finished in the fourth round. So, you know, in my mind, I go finish him early before that, make him look, make it look a lot easier. Then, you know, that's kind of showing that I, I'm the best fighter in the world. I'm the best light heavyweight in the world. You finished uh, your latest six opponents. You are currently <laughs> saying that you are going to push for a finish in your upcoming fight. Uh, do you see that happening in the first round, second round, third round, or is something that it doesn't really matter to you when it comes? It doesn't matter too much to me. Um, I think when I'm in there and I see them, if I hurt them or see an opportunity, I kind of jump on it. Uh, you know, my record shows that with most mostly finishes, mostly in the first round. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if I, I put them away early. But at the same time, I know he's a very tough and experienced opponent. So I'll be willing to go out there and, you know, push him and whether it's breaking him in the third or finishing him early in the first, it doesn't matter to me as I just want to get that finish. Well, Rob, hopefully your plans, I'm sorry, everything will go according to, to plans. Thank you for giving us a little bit of your time today. Do you have any last messages before I let you go? No, I'm good. Just yeah, tune in April 1st and, uh, and watch the fights. Thank you very much and best of luck. Thank you, Ed. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye.